either way, you're gonna get us all killed. The size of that thing. I can't. It's too big. Sorry, sweetheart. I haven't got time for anything else. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Just The Tip Podcast. Your host is back. Thank you so much again to Off The Cuff for what they did on the episode before. That was very, very fun. But yes, I am your host Georgette and as always you can catch me at just underscore Georgette on Twitter and Instagram and you can also check out the pod at Just The Tip Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget to hashtag JTT pod while you're listening. And if there are any more like dilemmas or if you guys are having amazing sex and you want to share it with me because I love listening. I mean, listening? I love reading. You can email me at askthetip at gmail.com. Was there anything else I needed to say before we get into this juicy episode? Um... Thank you to everybody that voted for me as well. I didn't win, but it's okay. Um, I appreciate the support. Anyway, but yeah, I'm going to let my guest introduce herself and then we're going to get into some icebreakers. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, <laughs> um, hi guys, um, I'm Brandy. I'm an adult content creator and an escort and former stripper. You sound so sexy. <laughs> and a former stripper. And I was just like, oh. I, oh, I already love you. I've just decided literally just now. I already love you. It's fine. Okay. Icebreakers. Mm. So I've got three icebreakers. And then obviously, mm, the, would you like a safe word? Mm. So the first icebreaker, the reason why I'm, I'm asking is because I think about, okay, no, actually, because then I'm going to give it away. All right. First mm-hmm. icebreaker. Mm. As a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Wow. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So when I was really young, I actually wanted to own my own corner shop because so strange. I wanted to be able to choose what I ate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I get that. So I wanted to like live at the top of a corner shop and then go downstairs and like just pick what I wanted <laughs> to eat. Um, and then. Um, when I was a bit older, I actually wanted to be a writer because I was like, I loved reading and I loved um, writing. Like I used to write my own like novels when I was younger. Oh my gosh, when you were younger? Yeah, I That's used to impressive. write like my family and stuff, like little like novels. And yeah. then like I wrote this like really explicit sexual novel when I was like in year seven, I think, or yeah, for like my friends or maybe younger. Okay. Um, but yeah, I really want to be a writer. <laughs> So cool. And then I thought, actually, it's a bit hard to do that. So fuck that. And then yeah. here I am. <laughs> that is so, so cool. So the reason why I asked was was because I, I tend to think about what I'm doing now and what I guess I thought I would mm. be doing and what I told myself like I wanted to do as a kid. Yeah. So when I was in school, I wanted to work for like Disney Pixar because okay. like I love them and I wanted to like create um animations Mm. i can't draw for shit but i was just like (laughs) that's what i want to do and um i had a conversation with my art teacher i think when i was maybe in like year eight and i was like this is what i want to do and he was just like you're not very good (laughs) at drawing and i was like i know but like that's the dream um but yeah so that obviously didn't happen but i'm here now okay next icebreaker what would you rate your head game on a scale of one to ten? 
this is so funny. Also, this is funny because I've I've seen you give head. <laughs> wait, hold on, wait, wait. I've watched you give head. Yeah. Yeah, you've watched me. Um, it's so weird because do you know what? When I was younger, my head game was so, was so much better. Really? Yes, I feel like my gag reflex has gotten worse. Like I can't deep throat as deep yeah. or as low as I as I could do before. Um, I think it's probably like an eight still mm. because obviously practice practice makes things good and I practice a lot. Um, <laughs> so I'd say like a yeah an eight. What's your like your go to move? Ooh. <laughs> my I think it's just I obviously just stay on the tip. Mm. Um, I think that's like my go-to. I just pay attention to the tip. Yeah. At first, see like what he's what he likes. Maybe add in a hand, another hand. Go to the balls. Go yeah. to his ass if yeah. he likes that. Like just kind of gauge like what he's into. But I definitely kind of stay. Oh, I love how I'm just doing hand movements now. But like stay <laughs> with the tip. With the tip. Then, yeah, and then mm. lots of saliva. Like if saliva <laughs> um uh, yeah definitely like drink water a lot of water beforehand so i know my mouth is really wet oh is that so a then, trick then i mean it's not a trick well, but, but i know like if i'm like out with a guy and then it gets to that i know if i've been drinking my mouth can get quite dry yeah so then i know that they like it quite it's better when it's quite sloppy yeah so then beforehand i'm like you know down a bit of water just make sure my mouth is really wet so then I, I can make sure that, that I can, there's a lot of spit and stuff. See, I'm not <laughs> naturally a very spitty person. Mm. So when I've had guys be like, oh my God, like spit on it. Yeah. It's actually a struggle for yeah. me because I can't really spit. <laughs> so I'm just like, like, <laughs> I can't really, I can't produce the amount of saliva that I would like to yeah, in that moment to spit. Of course. And so... I found that the only way that I can get like really sloppy is if I like deep throat. Yeah. Because then just then naturally, it, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that works as well. Or just down a bit of water. Behind, okay, guys. <laughs> tip, right? Write that one down. Down some water before you start sucking dick because that will help with the sloppiness. Okay. Um, last icebreaker. <clears throat> Think about the person you've had the best sex with. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, what about that sex made it the best? Oh God. <sighs> um. Oh God, I don't even know if I can really say. Oh. <laughs> um. It just. It was weird because it was just. I am somebody who I very much like to be in control. Yeah. And. I know what's gonna happen. I know how the things are gonna pan out. But with this person, I was just so, I wasn't in control, but yeah. I was very happy not being in control. And it was just such a surprise. Like I've had, I don't really have casual sex anymore because I don't enjoy it because I've had so much casual sex. Um, But with him, it was just like, it was just such a surprise. And it was just the chemistry. Yeah. It was very strange. Like it just, like I met this person and I was like, okay, this is the way. Like I know him, I kind of know what he's about. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, you know, I'm Brandy. I, I know this, like yeah. I know men. And it was just like, wow, like he just took me by surprise. And the chemistry was just out of this world. And 
his penis was huge. <laughs> it was like a fucking arm. We love to see it. <laughs> and yeah, it was just like, yeah. <laughs> it was just insane. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was just, you know, when you just can't put it into words yeah, and you can't I get that. like script it. It's not like you're, okay, I'm going to do this and he's going to do this. Like it was just like a movie. Yeah. Oh, I like <laughs> I like that kind of sex where it's it's just, it's as you said, where you just don't have any control. Mm. And I do like a guy that just kind of like takes the lead mm. and not so much like sweeps me off of my feet in a romantic way, but just sexually, just yeah. kind of, oof, yeah. that. <laughs> love that. Love that. Okay, and lastly, would you like a safe word? And if you would, what would your safe word um, be? I probably won't need one, but if I do, I was thinking about this, it'd probably be cocktails because I'm a massive alcoholic. So <laughs> let's go for cocktails, but I probably won't need a safe word. Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. Great. I'm so excited. <laughs> also, you're so fucking stunning. Oh my God, stop it. No, I know. you I'm actually, actually are. <laughs> I'm literally here just like. <laughs> so oh. are you. You're like, oh my God, like I literally saw you. I was like, Shit. <laughs> like, okay, right. <laughs> okay, so, oh, okay, I'm excited. So, the reason mm. that you are here is to mm. we uh, connected on Twitter because mm-hmm. I was having a bit of a rant about like sexual liberation within women and women that have been like bashing other women. Like, that's literally been my MO for maybe like the past three episodes. And I was just like, if anybody wants to join me just about talking about their journey, Mm. hit me up. And you did. And I was just like, oh my God, yes. (laughs) So this is why you're here today because I'm just very excited to just chat with you about that and everything else that you do. So you mentioned in your intro, that you are a content creator yeah and you were previously a stripper yeah a dancer yeah yeah so let's let's go from the beginning then Mm. like like how did you get into being an exotic dancer Mm. it's a okay so i have okay let's take it back to like me being in sixth form okay I had seen like a documentary about strippers and I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. I want to do that. But obviously I was like quite young at that time. I was like, oh my God, I can't put my pussy in someone's face. No (laughs) way. Um, But I'd always, I like, I think I watched that documentary and then at the same time, um, Secret Diary of Cool Girl came out with like Billy Piper and I watched it and I was like, oh my God, like she's like, the character was just like, amazing to me I just felt like she was so strong and just like so independent yeah. and blah 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 um and I'd always been just really attracted to the life that lifestyle and then fast forward to me being uh, uh like 22 I had moved out from home and I was like um renting and then um obviously I had no money because the way I moved out was like quite unexpected so I was like working in a department store literally had no money and then I was thinking to myself number one I kind of need more money number two I was a bit lonely and I was like I kind of want something to do on the weekend and then I also thought you know what I really 
I want an exciting life. I want to do something that's thrilling because the thing about me is I'm a bit of a thrill seeker. And I was like, I want a story to tell Mm -hmm. when I'm older. So I was like thinking of all these things and I thought, why don't, why don't you become a stripper? It's like, it's cash in hand. You don't have to pay tax. Sick, okay. I mean, you should. But, but yeah, it's mm, like scroll past <laughs> you that. Yeah, it's but fun. yeah, of course. Um, but um, yeah, like I just thought, okay, why don't I become a stripper? Um, and then I looked into it, um, looked at different places and I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. Like, why don't I actually like go for it? And then went for an audition, got through and... What's the audition <clears throat> process like? Is it just a case where you just dance and have to get like completely naked? So, uh, so yeah, it's very similar. I think it's similar in most places you go there in a very long dress. Okay. And then you get on the pole and then you have to like, like that you have to dance for a song. So you get on there and they just kind of want to see you like undress. Undress, yeah. You don't get completely naked, I think. And maybe just topless for most places. But you don't need to know how to dance. It's just, they just want to see you naked and see if you're attractive and if you know how to move. Like if you get on there and you're a bit, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. then there might be. But in the same breath, if you're, you got big tits, you got big ass, they'll probably be like, yeah, cool. They just want to see you take off your clothes and just see if like, okay, can she do this with a guy? Um, So yeah, that's pretty much the audition process. Okay. Okay, and then like, where were you based? Like, like, did you dance in different clubs or? Mm. So I danced in um, one, I danced in Secrets. So I danced in a couple of them. So Secrets. like Secrets is a, a club. They have um, a few branches in London. Mm-hmm. So we've got Common Garden. They had Euston, I, I worked in Euston for the majority of my time, but then they sold it to Sophisticats. Okay. Um, I danced in a place called Vanity in Soho, which is a fucking dive. Um, and mostly secrets, but um, yeah, mostly secrets actually, and then Vanity. And then they also have a, a little off branch, or yeah. like a, um, a separate club called um, The Gaslight in Mayfair, which I danced in for a bit, but. Yeah, those are my clubs. Oh my god, <laughs> this is so fucking interesting. Okay, so what is the like industry like? Is it predominantly white? Is it like a like a nice mix? Mm. Is it quite bitchy as well, or is everyone like a family almost? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, um, so it's not mixed. It depends on the club that you work in, and yeah. I think it's one of the reasons why I stayed in Secrets because Secrets is very like. I loved the um, like the um, the women that run it because there yeah. was like a couple of at the time when I started it was like a lot of women that um, worked in the office and things like that and they were very I mean it wasn't like super mixed like you had but it was more mixed than most clubs okay. so you had a, quite a few black girls and I think that was it actually I was gonna say other ethnicities but no it was just like like you had quite a few black girls but the majority was you know european or english girls you know other clubs it is predominantly white girls european i've auditioned for other places where i know that i'm a good looking girl and i can dance but they're like nah and i know it's because i've walked in and i've seen five three three black girls in there they don't want another Another. um and I mean, I get it because when working in the clubs, a lot of the guys that come in, they don't want 
a lot of the guys, not all guys, they want a European girl. They want a white girl more of the more of the time than than not. Than not, yeah. When you're in there, you have to like go there and like when you go to a guy in my back of my mind, I'm like, okay, he's not gonna want me. Like it is just the thing. That's insane. I know it's crazy. I I just think it's just the I think it's it is a London strip club thing. They like the cus the customers that come in. Some of them, they just kind of want that image, you know, that kind of like fantasy. Yeah, they've built up in their head, you know, that you know, European, yeah. like, um, yeah. So unfortunately, and to is it bitchy? Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Like the European girls, some of them so fucking racist, oh. so racist. Like I can't even. Like so racist, like literally. Um, but then you can like I the last I was in um Covent Garden Secrets before COVID mm-hmm. and literally like built up a really good relationship with the girls. It was so lovely, but you still get the remaining girls who would not talk to you at all and start try and steal your customers. Like literally right in front of you, you're talking to a guy, come and sit there, taking Shut. off their dress, set, showing their boobs to try and steal the customer from you. And then being like, oh, you like black girls? Like, yeah, <laughs> yes. And literally, I was like, and then we have a house mum who is like our, I guess, quote unquote manager, but yeah. not really. And then normally, all, most of them have been European. So then the, the last one I had was so fucking racist. So she just literally any opportunity she could to to have a go at me she would she would yeah yeah and it, it is very That's hard crazy. being a black girl in in a strip in a strip club in london it's yeah. very you just have to literally just i used to in the beginning just sit there just be quiet don't even like engage just do what you've got to do. make money go home because it's just not worth it like that's actually insane and i feel like to be fair for most black women, I think we all think the same in like every job that we probably ever had. Cause I know that I have where I'm just like, I haven't come here to make friends. Mm. I'm come here, mm. work, make my money, go home. Because yeah. you can feel when people just move mad with you yeah. for the sheer fact that you're the black girl. Yeah. Damn. But what was weird, just to quickly come into that, is that in strip clubs, there's loads of unwritten rules. So, like, if you do well or you make any kind of money, you will have to tip the house mum, the security guard. Like, I don't know if you've seen Hustlers. Hustler? Hustlers? Uh, no, I don't think no, I have. No, with J-Lo. If anybody has seen that. So there's a bit where the new girl, she um, cashes up and then she tips the security guard. She tips the house mum that is very real so if you make money or you just no you don't even make money but then okay so even when it comes to like to making money how is it done in the uk because i've only been to a strip club in america so obviously it's it's very much like you throw the money up and blah 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 so it's it's more performative in a way whereas obviously we can't throw like like, um, like a pound coin, pound coin. Like, yeah do you know Although what I mean? you do get the horns the horns i think and bound and shortage where they have a bucket so the customers put one pound coin in the bucket and then the girl gets it oh <laughs> yeah. okay so like do people pay beforehand yeah so um okay so the ones i've worked in and the majority apart from okay so yeah so it's um you pay for a dance okay 
which is normally like 20, 30 pounds. Everybody makes up their own okay. prices really. So for me, I used to charge probably about 40, 50, 60 pounds for a dance. And that's like one song? No, so I would I would make it a bit longer okay. for you if you're paying for that. Um, and then you've got VIP, which could be uh, everything. So I've worked in play, like Houston used to be like the customer paid a grand for an hour. That included champagne. But Wait, yes, a grand for an hour. A thousand pounds? Yeah. 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 But an, an hour yeah. dance? Yeah, no touching. Yeah. No, no, I'm paying contact. a thousand and I yeah. can't even touch you. Nope. Nope. Yeah. And then I've played, I've worked in places where it's like 600 pounds or 200 pounds. Um, so it varies for VIP. Or you could have a champagne lounge, which is not yeah. VIP, just a little bit more uh, separate, a little bit more um, intimate. Mm-hmm. And then it's a, it's like, yeah, probably like 100, 200, 300, something like that. Um, but then for a dancer, if you're working there, you pay to be there. So there's okay. a house fee. So you pay like where I worked. Originally, it was like 20 pounds. Okay. And then they took a cut of every dance you do. Whereas there are some clubs where the house fee could be 80 pounds, 100 pounds, and then they take less. So okay. it all depends on the club. Like, okay. But they take. But then like going back to the tipping thing, I don't know why they do it. I'm I'm very grateful that no one ever took the piss out of me. Yeah. But they would be like, I want to, you know, you need to tip me. You need to give me something. Or, yeah, if you want me to bring you the, the best clients, you need to give me something. Or if you're in VIP and you want him to touch you, you need to give me. I've been in a club where I was in VIP and the security guard came over to me. and was like, oh, do you know the rules here? And I was like. Uh, I think I know them, but go on, enlighten me. And he was like, oh, if you know, if you want him to, you know, touch you, he needs to pay me 20 pounds. So the client then pays you... So the client, the client has already paid for VIP upstairs. We go downstairs and then he has to then give the security guard 20 pounds to touch me. So there's so much unwritten rules, so many unwritten rules in like... What's the most that you've made in, in like, a night yeah um almost i think i made like 1800 in a night and it was like with majority of it was like with one client um yeah damn it was Chris- christmas is an amazing time to dance as dancer really it it's so weird because people always told me that and i was like in my mind, Christmas is the time you should be with your family. Yeah, I'm home with the family. <laughs> but I think it's just that, you know, everybody's like drunk, work drinks, friends drinks, and it's like... Just jolly. And then I think people are lonely at Christmas mm. and and it's like that kind of wanting to be with someone. Yeah, 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 so yeah. then they, you know, I guess go to a strip club and want that intimacy and then, yeah, yeah, that was like, um, yeah, Christmas, like 1,800. And I remember I went home and I was like... Like, is this real? Like, have I, like, I was just counting the notes. I was like, did I make this up? Like, did I actually just like, make that? Did this actually and it was one of the nights where I was like, I remember walking in and I was like, I don't think I'm going to make, I didn't care. I was like, I know I'm not going to make that much money. And I remember going over to the guy because he was young. Yeah. He was really young and he was on his own. And I was just like, I'm just going over to him, just have some fun. He might buy me a drink, might have a tequila shot. And then, yeah, he spent. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was telling me about how his wife just had a baby and all that. Oh, just like, right, you're a piece of shit. But. <laughs> okay, fine. You know what? I'm not even, I'm not su- surprised by anything. Mm. Um, did you used to get like celebs? I mean, I've, okay, two, uh, uh, some, 
uh, I don't know. Can I just say? Okay. Um, so um, Stormzy, definitely. Wait, hold on. No, I wasn't ready for that one. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I mean, I don't want his like, I don't know, like management coming after me. But yeah. Um, And then Skepta. Yep. And then some Z Z list like Megan and Wes from um, Love Island. Oh, yeah. Um, But other than that, I can't. I don't think. I don't think. I think that's been it. Like when Stormzy came in. Everyone was like, oh my God. And then the DJ didn't even clock Wait, hold on. ages. Was this, oh, I feel like I'm being really, um, not really gossipy. Um, Do I need to, I might be, I need to bring out my safe word. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. So was, was this during the time that he was in a relationship? Cocktails. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is... <laughs> <laughs> she said cocktails and I respect the safe word. So what we're actually going to do is we're actually going to move on. <laughs> but he was, yeah, definitely having a good time. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay. What I I will ask then yeah. is um, what advice would you give to anyone that is possibly considering it? And I say that because me and my friends tend to like joke about it. Yeah. Like I know that I joke about it all the time. Oh, I'd be yeah. like a like a dope stripper. Yeah. Um, but like, what like genuine advice would you give to someone who is thinking of getting into the industry? I would like in stripping. Yeah. I would say it is not as easy as you think it is. Yeah. It's very difficult. It's not about being pretty. It is not. It like being attractive is probably like five percent of how you can get a dance. You need to. It is not about, you can't just rely on being pretty because everybody's pretty in there. Or there are girls who know the job and know how to work men. So I would say the advice is, number one, you need to really own your confidence because confidence is a lot more about what you look like. It's how you feel and how you present it to other people. So it's all of that. Also, um, don't spend money on lingerie. I I used to, oh my God, when I first started, I'd have a different outfit every night. Did it make me money? No. No. Um, Just if you get, if you spend money on one thing and you know it's great, wear that every night um uh get pole dancing lessons you don't need to be amazing on the pole but you do need to know how to work the pole because it 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 pays like it 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 pays off yeah knowing how to do something something on it on the pole um what Mm. else um make friends because i was very very stupid in the beginning or stupid because not stupid but i had a bit of a super superiority complex yeah. where when I first started I was like I'm the good stripper yeah I'm not like the other girls like they're all this and that and I'm the good one I'm just here and I didn't want to make friends and in the beginning I separated Brandy from my real life yeah so I didn't want to make friends and I just sit there on my own and I didn't care but I I would see the girls the, especially the ones who'd been there for a longer time, the three year, five years experienced girls making friends with the younger girls. Why were they doing that? Because if you are, you know, with a young pretty thing and you're going to a guy, they wanna gonna have a dance yeah. with you and her. Make friends, it very, it helps. Because if you are having a shit night and you have someone who can say, 
do you want to have a Delta V and my me, friend? And yeah, okay, yeah. It works. Um, so yeah, make friends. Don't spend on your spend on one outfit. Don't waste your money on, on loads. Um, yeah. And I can't remember what else I said. It's kind of like um, being in like a normal club. When I was in mm, uni. Because I feel like I don't do it anymore now, but like I might. But <laughs> especially when I was in uni, I would go out and I would tell myself, I'm not buying myself any drinks today. And so I would go to the club with that mindset of, all of you are, are going to look at me and you're going to be like, oh my God, she's so sexy, blah, blah. And you're going to offer me a drink. And I'm going to say yes every time because I... It's not like I didn't have the money. I did, but I was just like, nah. Not doing it. I'm not yeah. doing it. So it's... In a way, it's, it's kind of like... um manipulation mm. as well so crazy that you say that it's so crazy that you say that because i always think that about myself i don't think i'm a manipulative person at all but i definitely think like with my job i am manipulative. yeah but i feel like you probably have to be <laughs> yeah and i could probably tie that to like any other type of, of job so like for instance someone that works real estate yeah or, like, or um, yeah in sales yeah yeah, yeah literally yeah you have to know your client enough to be able to like manipulate them yeah. so you can get that sale. Yeah. So as crazy as it might sound, I, I think a lot of us do that in any job that we have or even think about like going f for like a job um, interview and they're like, oh, you must be proficient in Excel. Mm. I then turn into an Excel genius. <laughs> Excel, oh my God, I can do it in my fucking sleep. Like, yes, I've got... Like, and so I, I do think in our own right, as people anyway, we do just kind of learn how to like yeah. play chess with people, yeah. if you would. Mm. Um, So that is kind of what I'm getting from the stripping industry mm. or stripper industry. I would say play. one quick other advice, mm -hmm. and it's giving away all my secrets, is... um. You need to know what he wants. Mm. So a good stripper knows that you need to become what he wants. So if a guy's in there and he, you need to be in tuned with what he wants. So like it's a, if it's he's a party guy, you need to become that party girl. Or his his wife is, then you need to be the therapist. Or if it's just he's not, he's having a calm night. You just need to be able to be in tuned into what he wants yeah. and to become that. It's never about the dance. Yeah, you might, you might, it might be for you know, I don't know the party guy, but really, it's never about the party guy. It's about the party. Yeah. So you need to become what he wants. What he wants. Yeah. So the girls who always just come in with, do you want to dance? They never do well. It's about it's everything else. You need to become that. I'm giving away all my Yo, secrets. Oh, this here. is sick. Literally. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask you something. Mm. You said something that. Fuck, I think it's gone. Um, it's fine. If I think of it, we'll come back to it. Okay, cool. So, oh wait, actually, is it on the top? there? Oh man. It'll come back, it'll come yeah, back. Yeah, that's cool. We will move on. Um, okay, no, actually, I just remembered. Okay, okay cool. Go. So like, how did you kind of build that, that confidence? Like, yeah. are you naturally a confident person? Yeah. Um, okay, so like, it's very strange for me. Like, I'm very, very, um, shy I'm very reserved I'm very kind of like it's weird because I'm confident in like what I present to other people like my body and 
I'm not Beyonce, but I know that I can put on makeup and be attractive. Yeah. But then my inner self, I'm very insecure about. Oh. But um, in stripping, like when I first started, I thought, oh my God, it's going to be easy. Because when I'm on a Friday night, guys always buy me drinks and I started stripping. And it was like, I was making what, 70 pounds? And I was like, fuck. And all the girls are stealing my men. I was like, oh, shit. I had to be, I had to be, I built it because of, I guess I just grew resilience because of that. And then also therapy. I started doing therapy because of many different reasons that just made me become more like comfortable within myself. And then just made me just be like, fuck, I'm amazing. I'm the shit. I'm like, so cool. What? Um, so it's like a, like, yeah, like I'm, it's a weird thing. Like I said, it's very strange for me because I, yeah, I'm very confident in my body, but then it's just the inner self yeah. that I can be very. What's your star sign? I'm a Sagittarius. I feel like I'm giving away everything to, about so myself. N- um, November. November. So we're like wanderers. We're very bored easily. We like thrill. We love to like just travel and just do like we we can't be tied down. Um, we're Same. just like people who are just like free. I love this, and then oh, I don't like it anymore. Yeah, after five minutes kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I'm sad. I'm a sad. You're a sad. <laughs> what are you, Libra? Yes, love Libras. Really, Absolutely. a lot of my very good exes have been Libras. I don't think I've ever. Have I ever been with a Libra? I love Libras. Like I want to say yes, but I can't remember his birthday, so I could actually just be making it up. I'm really forgetful. I think no, honestly, it's so bad because I'm, I'm certain I had this conversation with a friend a couple of weeks ago, and we got on the topic of an ex, and I was just like, "When's that? How long birthday? are you with him? How long are you with him? Uh, Very long time. Nah, like okay, yeah, right, like." Under a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, see? Uh, so, yeah. Uh. So, like, literally, we probably would have enjoyed one birthday together. Um, but, yeah, sometimes I'm, like, so forgetful. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that. This is so cool. Okay, cool. Right, we're going to move on to escorting. Yeah, let's go. Um, what was your first client like? Were you, like, proper nervous? <laughs> so, the thing is, I had talked about it with my therapist before yeah. because, like, I was thinking about it and I was, like... Like, it was obviously, like, a financial thing for me. And I was, like, the way it came about was, like, I was thinking, okay, I could make... I had a price that I wanted to charge for my services. It was like, if I can get people to pay for that and I'm okay with it, then why can't I do it? And in my head, at first, it was, like, I'm going to escort and I'm not going to tell anyone. And in my mind, it's like, if I don't tell anyone about it, would I be okay? And I was, like, I, I would be okay with it. So then it reali- I realised that... It's not me that's not okay with it. It's just what I think other people would say yeah. about it. Yeah. So then I was like, I'm going to do this. Let's do it. So I did it. <laughs> um, the first experience, do you know actually what is the funniest experience is that I was so nervous, of course, because yeah. in my me- mind it's like, oh my God, I'm a prostitute. Like, what the fuck? Oh. I'm prostituting myself. I'm obviously damaged, got daddy issues. Yeah. What the fuck am I doing What's right now? Almost? Yeah. Um, and I did it and then I was so comfortable. And afterwards I was like, you are fucking good at your job. Yeah. That's the, that's the, that is the craziest thing about it because I was not nervous. I was in like when I saw him, literally 
nothing was like i don't want to do this oh, oh i'm gonna hate myself no, afterwards like yeah and afterwards it was not like literally i was like you are fucking good at your job babe and i was so proud of myself because yeah. i was like and i was like you are so good at, you that was the the thing that stuck with me it's like i don't know if i i don't know if this is okay to say it but i was like you are so good at what you do because it for me it, it is never just about the sex or yeah. the sexual um action yeah it is a lot more than that and i just felt afterwards like i just felt good about myself and i just felt like great so, that's so cool and I say that because even if I kind of reflect on the times where I've had sex, that I had a period of time where I was having sex and I felt so bad like yeah. afterwards. Like yeah. I would literally leave and go home and be like, oh, Georgette, why did you do yeah. that? Like, that's not what you should be doing. I would feel all of this shame. So I can definitely un understand what it, what it is like to kind of get to that point where mm. you finish and you're just like i'm sick man like yeah this is dope what's your fees like can i ask yeah so for me it's 200 pounds for an hour um and, and what's then it's like in that hour um okay uh pretty much anything but anal anal is an extra 50 pounds okay um i think anything i mean if you want me to be like super submissive and like want to tie me up and shit that i will probably add a cost just because i'm not comfortable yeah with being s super submissive yeah with anyone so i would have to add on a cost um and then like filming normally has a cost yeah. like an extra cost um probably like an extra 50 pounds um although like i have filmed people before and it's just normally like the, the standard 200 but it, like depends on it i guess it just depends yeah, yeah, on no, the person and what they want to do mm -hmm. and where they want to put it as well but yeah for a standard like if you want to like book me i don't do i used to do half an hour i don't do it yeah, anymore no. it's like nah um so yeah 200 pounds is for an hour yeah although if you want me if you want to come to me, if you want to do an in-call, it is two, two, 220 pounds, just because obviously I have to then pay for a hotel or something, because I don't work from home. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, it's 200. This is so fucking sick. I'm so- I am very aware that that's on the, mo the more expensive yeah, spectrum, but, but it's what I, it, yeah, I would yeah. never come down from Down from, from that, that yeah, yeah, no, no, obviously. Um, this is so so it's it's interesting for me <laughs> so i to kind of just go back quickly to you working in the clubs mm. um one thing that i would love to do is own my own strip club yeah like i Same. would love to do that so much yeah. and um i think before covid i was actually trying to just get more insight into how like they yeah. actually run and how um auditions are done and, and blah 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 so guys like i might do it like, i think you should i don't know why there isn't like a black owned the only thing i can think i i can only imagine they're very expensive yeah but i don't like that's what i really wanted to because i was like i want a place where you know black women can come in and exactly. strip and they don't have to feel like they're an other exactly and also the fucking clubs i've worked in they're fu I, they're so 
they don't they're like the, it's not like a performance it's not like a whole thing it's like it's so re- i don't even understand why guys even come in and spend money mm. there it's not like america it's so different and i'm like i would love a place where it's a natural performance you get girls in who can actually work the pole yeah. and even if you don't get girls in who can work the pole at least get some sort of performance yeah. in yeah, yeah, yeah. or something and just make it like an actual like night yeah and the music is great like i've worked in places where they're the music is absolutely shocking and i'm like but yeah definitely we need our own we need our own thing Hmm. okay so what is your clientele like Mm. now um as as an escort and and also did you get like were you affected quite badly like just like during this whole time like with Um, them covid yeah so like yeah totally like my club shut obviously shut down um it's a good and a bad thing because obviously like um yeah my club shut and then i but then i grew like a huge fan base on OnlyFans at that time so it was like a good and a bad um and then what was your other question i don't remember um um i was asking about your client clientele it is more so like as an escort yeah yeah so it is um majority majority of my clients are white men um which i i totally understand Mm. you know um yeah but i think because i my price is quite premium yeah I, i get good like i have never really been with a guy where i'm like oh I don't want to see him like it's been such love like it's crazy like it's been such lovely experiences because like it's not like a like I've had someone like I was with a client and he was like oh like I can go onto the site that I am on and he can get he can sleep with someone for like 40 pounds whatever not knocking anyone yeah wants to do but then I think there's a difference in the clientele that you can get like if it's like a smaller amount you might get those guys that probably might not be they just might be a bit piece of shit kind of guys whereas if it's like more expensive I feel like I get guys that um probably it's not just about the sex yeah and it's the guys who want this experience and they want the whole thing so it's more like oh i'm gonna spend time with someone for an hour and or even if it is about the sex they they will probably expect more than me that i would i know that i will give them so like i make sure that like my lingerie is like premium yeah, and I, yeah, yeah like yeah, i yeah. turn up like yeah high class yeah. escort um kind of thing so i will give them what they're paying for oh, and i make yeah. sure that you know i might run over time i will stay i want to make sure that you get what you've paid for kind of thing um so yeah what do you like friends and family thing (laughs) okay (laughs) okay so like if they know obviously so my friends are like the thing is um prior to being like a sex worker like i've always been like very very sexual person so like uh, so crazy like when i first started stripping i think told my friends and i I was like i have something to tell you i'm not sure how you're gonna like you made it a thing and they were like and i remember my best friend was like okay so yeah my friend my sister thinks it's so cool and i was like are you sure like are you sure like that's okay and she was like yeah 
And then when I started escorting, I remember I, like the only person I'd spoken about it to was my therapist. Yeah. Because I was like, everybody's going to think that I am this and I'm that and I don't want that. And then I told, I remember I was like, messaged my friend. I was like, okay, I've got something to tell you, but I'm going to call you about it. Yeah. And I just don't want you to like judge me, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I called her and I was like, okay, um, I had sex with someone and I charged for it. And she was like, is that it? <laughs> she was like, that's what you had to tell me. Is there anything else? Like, yeah. is that it? <laughs> and I was like, that's it. And she was like, okay. And <laughs> so I'm very, very fortunate to have yeah. the friends that, who don't give a shit yeah. and just are just in the same bubble, not bubble, but just in the same world I am where it's like, there doesn't need to be this like whole thing about you kind of doing this line of work. So for a family, that's a whole different story. Obviously, yeah. they have no idea what yeah. I do, and it's 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 a difficult thing because my family are a little bit more relaxed now, but before very 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 religious. religious yeah. So I've always been the black sheep. You know, I'm the, I've got tattoos. Same. I wanted to. Yeah. I was wearing short skirts at yeah. sixteen. I was going out drinking. Yeah. I'm probably the only one that's done like every kind of drug apart from crack (laughs) so it's like i was always a black sheep kind of thing um and so i definitely i'm getting to a place where i'm like i want to sit like my mom is so wild like my mom is like me apart from i guess my job so she's the only person where i feel like i could be very comfortable in saying like mom this is what i do do. um possibly my brother like because we're very similar yeah um, but everyone else I'm like but yeah. I do think I'm getting to a place where I could just be like this is like I just want to tell you guys what I do but it's yeah. just the sex thing because we never talk about sex in yeah, my family for real. so then one talking about sex and saying hey I charge for sex guys to, yeah have sex have have sex with me um, yeah that would be another thing in itself yeah so. like I I don't even know what to say on that like I mean it's <laughs> a shame that in society people can feel so embarrassed or like ashamed to be like this this is what I do like it's not your like I don't wake up every day and go to an office and blah 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 um but then I think that's why there is such a thing about letting people know that sex work is still work Mm. and that whole movement i guess okay so mm. when it comes to your clients when you're escorting yeah do you see like no how many clients do you aim to see a day so i don't really do like a, a daily limit just because i do have a day job okay so for me it's kind of like um a weekly thing okay fair. so i'd be like I want to do this in the week, but then I also feel like it's quite loose because it's like, if I don't want to work, I don't put that pressure on myself to have to see someone. Um, But it's more like, yeah, it's more like a weekly thing Mm -hmm. than a daily thing because like when you have like an OnlyFans and then you have, you're an escort and then you have a day job, it's a lot. Yeah. So sometimes I don't have the time. so it's more like and also I think people think that it's going to be very easy to always have a client and it's not Mm. like it's not very easy to to have a client so 
Especially then, now, yeah. Um, what if, like, the sex with that client is really shit? Like, um, do you just... So what do you mean? I mean, like... I don't want to say perform. Uh, like, uh, like, act almost. <laughs> so... <laughs> so but, oh, okay how do I verbalize it doesn't really matter about the sex okay. for me because I'm gonna always act like it's the best thing okay so <laughs> so it's so it could be shit but it doesn't really matter, matter to me because okay. I'm there for them for the, okay it's not it's never That's about true, me true. That's true. it's always about the client so as long as he is having the best time yeah and then if like I would never let him leave thinking that he's had the the worst. Yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. never about me. So yeah. And is it mainly men like that you have? Or? Yes. Oh yeah, always men. It's, yeah. It's always yeah. men. What I'll do <laughs> since we're talking about the escorting, I might mm. ask some of the listener questions. Mm, um because there was a few in respect of that. So somebody asked, um, what is the demand like for black escorts compared yeah, to white? I saw that oh, yeah. actually. Yeah, you've seen that. Um huge. Really? Honestly, I think I think probably one of the reasons why I've been able to um uh request or charge the price that I do is because I'm black. Mm-hmm. Um might be putting myself down. But, but then, I also think it is that you it um uh I think a lot of the people a lot of the guys that pay for escorts this is my opinion it might not be right but i do think they're white just because it is a little bit more normalized in the white community it's not but it's a little bit more than in ours so and i also think they i can never say the word they fetishize us yeah yeah so you know they will even if they want to vote leave and they want to um do you know what i mean like vote for brexit and all of that they still want to have that one night fantasy with a black woman woman, so it is it is very like it is huge it is very huge like it's it's good like have you ever had someone who like makes it very obvious that it is to act to act out a fetish though yeah so i had so I webcam as well, okay. like from time to time. And then I had a guy who came in and was like, oh, I want to do race play. So I was like, okay, cool. I thought it was going to be like me calling him like oh my God. white stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, he was like, we got into it. And then he ended up calling me the N word. And then I was like, right, done, finished. Went onto the site that I'm on, reported him. And I was like, this guy is obviously a racist piece yeah. of fucking shit. This, this, this. He messaged me, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize it was offensive. I was like, are you are you fucking kidding me? Like you think Wait, that's... you you came into it wanting to do race play. Yeah. So he you knew have a level of, of understanding. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I think that's obviously a lot in, I, I, I mean, I think, that, I think that's a lot, that's in a lot of, Mm-hmm. guy's mind but yeah he would yeah for that guy I was like afterwards I was like but then even for you like like how do mm. you like do you feel 
any way knowing that no. for some of your clients like it's a fetish no. thing because no. even like stripping and always get it like oh you're so pretty for a black girl mm. or i don't really like black girls but i'm gonna want to have a dance with you and in my mind you're a racist piece of shit but i'm taking your money yeah so. <laughs> that's fair like i'll bleed you dry of yeah. your money then yeah and and then I'm going to say something I'm going to say. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is fair. Okay, another question. Um, do you feel safe as an escort and what sort of uh, precautions do you take? Mm. I do, but I also know that there, you know, you never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. So I always tell my friend where I am, um, give them an address, give somebody my address. Okay. Like when I first started escorting, I would have like a knife under my pillow or scissors because you know you just never know know. but um yeah and also um the website that i use you can see feedback and they only take um clients who have feedback now because you can see what girls have said like other um girls have said like oh he's a great guy other than that I'm a bit more hesitant. I'm like, I don't, I I probably wouldn't take um, a client booking for someone who I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then when it comes to like escorting then, Mm. how do you like separate your your personal life (laughs) and your profession? I'm going to say, what do you mean? Like how, like, like, like I think it's a very, like, what do you mean? So like, um, how can I put it it's, now? It's hard. So, like, for instance, with the podcast, yeah. I probably won't date anyone that listens to the podcast because in my mind, they're coming at me thinking, okay, well, I know that this is what she's about mm. and possibly won't put as as much time and effort to actually getting to know me outside of the podcast. Yeah. Um, that isn't to say that I wouldn't tell anyone that this is what i talk about yeah um but i would rather almost have like a blank slate where we're actually just getting to know each other yeah um okay so like it's i guess it's okay if if i talk about me being a stripper yeah i would never ever ever oh god never ever date anyone that i met in the club although there was one guy who was so beautiful so tempted i was like no but never date anybody i met in the club because obviously you know me as brandy you know me of this fantasy yeah um you don't know me as me and i'm never gonna match up me being my normal self as to what you have built up in your head so i would never um and then like yeah again like me being an escort or being like an adult content creator i would never date anybody who i met in in that life yeah um yeah i wouldn't have you ever like got caught up though with a client or had like favorites <laughs> i'm not gonna lie yeah i definitely had a client once where i met him and it was just like i didn't feel like i was yeah it was just like I, I forgot myself for a minute. Yeah. I did feel like I was brandy. Um, I guess I just, yeah. And then afterwards I had to like, just check myself like, no, don't. Because it's, it's not you mm. that they are 
um, falling in love with. Even if it is you, even if you feel like you're being you in that moment, yeah. you're not being you for them because they don't know you. They you, just know yeah. you as who you are presenting yourself to be to them at that moment in time. Which can be a bit of a mind fuck, no? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, that's like, I would never, I would never date like someone who knew me as Brandy. I just know I'm never going to match up. This is yeah. a fan, that's a fantasy. I'm not always done up to the nines wearing stripper heels and lingerie all the time i'm in normally looking like a thumb with my wig off (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) like i get that though like and again i think even because i feel that most people tend to build up a persona Mm. of the person that they think people want them to be i've done it before so i definitely get what it's like where you're like does this person even like me for me or just because of this person that i keep telling people that i am funny uh story like i remember um an ex of mine before we actually got together i was in a relationship i i liked him so much and i remember he got me a mug that said um i fake it so he buys me things and I was like, A, that's really, really rude, but B, that's also very, very true. But because, like, the guy that I was with at the time, I, I had just kind of sold an image of who I, quote, unquote, was yeah. to him. And that's mm. what he liked. And so a big part of that relationship breaking down was because I couldn't keep up the act of, yeah. yes, I'm I'm this girl who, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm always dressed up and I always look glam. I've got, no, it's it was exhausting. Yeah. And it just kind of got to a point in that relationship where I was just like, I just want to be me. Yeah. So, yeah. I get it. I do get it. Okay. Um, were there any other escort-based questions? before we go over to OnlyFans, because mm. I know that everyone's just like, ask her about OnlyFans. <laughs> Bear with. Okay, uh, what other questions? Um, yeah, so someone asked how you separate your, your personal life from content and escorting, but we've kind of touched on that already. Um, also, just to touch on that question, it's yeah. like, it's it's like, because I was actually thinking about this question because I saw it on so on Twitter yeah um, and I was like I don't want to answer that but I also I think it, it, it's like how you would separate any job yeah so like obviously I am my product and I am yeah. my brand but it's just having for anybody who is in this line of work and might be thinking how can I it's it's separating it in the sense of don't even look at it for an evening or like I know if I'm with my friends or like I'm with someone I'm not going to look at my only fans or I'm yeah. not gonna look at my Twitter or something like that and I'm just then I can just be me. Yeah. So it's like you have to make a conscious effort to actually create the boundaries. Mm-hmm. And also I don't talk to my clients after I've met them. I used to in the beginning, but then they wanna talk to you all the time yeah. and they, they might not be able to, to you know, they've just had a really nice experience of you and they wanna have you in your in their life. Mm-hmm. You can't have that. Yeah. So you have to create those boundaries. You don't talk to your clients. You have evenings where you don't look at your Twitter. You don't look yeah. at your 
OnlyFans and you just have to separate yourself from it because it's the same as a, a normal nine to five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it, I guess it's easier in a nine to five because the product is not you. It's mm-hmm. not you that, you know, that's not, you're not your job. So you can like log off at yeah, half five and do whatever you want. Which again, to be fair, I've got so many stories. Um, <laughs> this one, I know that I've definitely said on the pod before. Mm. So when I finished uni, um, I had a sugar daddy. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Um, who I got from sugardaddies.com. <gasps> yeah. I was Love a, it. I was a sugar baby. Um, but <laughs> the way that I kept that separate was I had like a whole other phone, whole other phone, whole like yep. other number. So yes. like in my mind, I was like, this is my like, my line for them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I get that. Yeah, you have to just just separate and just yeah. yeah yeah um last question before we go over to OnlyFans yeah um somebody asked mm-hmm. how do you keep yourself safe as an escort in terms of sexual health and preventing sexual assault trigger warning sorry guys okay from like the sexual health I guess like I don't have I guess like for penitent penetrative yep. sex I don't have that um without a condom yep. or anything or anything and I'm always at the clinic like always like yeah. literally constantly because I want to keep my it's I guess yeah I want to keep myself safe but I want to keep my clients safe, safe yeah. and I also want to keep anybody else mm-hmm. in my personal life safe as well so that's like just like it's like going to the dentist for me yeah it's oh going to the doctors that's like something that i've built into my routine yeah. to just go to and just get myself checked out and then like with sexual assault um i think that's a hard one because you just don't know yeah. who is going to take advantage or just like i think i guess that's always uh, part of the job where you just have to think that it could it's not that you think you could happen but there's always like a um there is a danger with this job. You, that's why you can't do it lightly. Yeah. Um. And I, I just yeah. I think I've I've been very fortunate yeah. to not meet good. anyone who has you know taken advantage yeah, or anything. Yeah. But you just have to kind of tell people where you like. That's uh, the big yeah. thing. Tell people where you are because even if you something happens to you and you the next day you don't feel comfortable. I, if somebody knows where you were they might spark that conversation yeah. and be like oh how was last night mm. and then that might make you feel a bit more like okay i can tell yeah. so it's like which just, i think just, just just communicate women should do that across the board even if you're going out like on a date at least tell yeah. someone all right i'm gonna be i don't know yeah. this this restaurant from this time to blah 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 and i'm due home yeah at this time just so people actually know where you're at because i think it's very easy to kind of do things and people have like no idea of what you're actually doing doing. and i'm i do that a lot which is really really bad i I just get up and go and i don't tell people and then i think well like what if something happened to you like nobody would even know Mm. where to look um so i know that that's probably something that i definitely have to work on because i'm i'm quite impulsive yeah in that sense i'll just definitely. be like yeah i get that and i also would say therapy yeah massive thing there is i can't remember i'm not even gonna i think it's like pineapple something i might be thinking about mm-hmm. the dance studio but there is 
there are resources out there. Like if you are in this industry, there are places where you can, you don't have to pay for it. Therapy is a huge thing. That's like, so good. You know, like if you, if you don't want to talk about it with your friends or whatever, like there are, there are people out there, whatever, like in, just and there's like a thing called I think it's like IAPTS if you put in IAPTS yeah. and your borough you can get like a talking therapy that comes up and it's That's free sick. yes and literally just I just think like therapy and such an advocate for therapy yeah honestly just yeah so like that like if you if something unfortunately and horribly has happened or if you're just fearful of that at least if you have somebody you can talk to and build that relationship with yeah then yeah okay let's talk only fans yeah let's go um (laughs) see (laughs) it's interesting right because Mm. i think yesterday when i was just finalizing what we were gonna talk about i was like i'm having on a guest and I've already seen her naked. <laughs> like I've, I've seen everything. And I was just like, how do I feel about that? I'm fine, obviously. But I was just like, this obviously doesn't usually happen. I don't see all of my guests naked. You don't see their bits out. I don't, um, unless I've had sex with them in the past. And I think, actually, I'm gonna stop talking. Cause that wine, whoa anyway guys <laughs> almost got unnecessary information from me absolutely not so yes only fans when did you get into it i want to know how it works and i know other people mm. i i think everyone's biggest thing is going to be how does it work and how much money do you make because i have i have a friend of mine that's trying to join i think it's i think uh only fans it's Okay, it's it. The thing is, people need to understand what OnlyFans is. It's social media. Yeah, for real. So That's you true. can utilize social media in any way that you want to do. So I started in January, and the reason that I started in January is because I didn't want to start OnlyFans. It was so I started going to a sex party, and then they had like a like you had to be a member to go to the sex party, mm-hmm. and then they had their own like um social media platform that they used for members to connect and it was very similar to ban and twitter okay so people would go on you know titty tuesday and all of this sending pictures in and then i um started on banner twitter and then um started posting like pictures and then i got like quite a few followers and i was like okay I've heard about this OnlyFans thing. Why don't I give yeah. a shot? But for me, I'd heard about it from the girls in the club. Yeah. And for me, the money that I made in the club would be more than I'd ever make in my mind on, on OnlyFans. Only so then yeah. I was like, I don't really want to. Why don't I'm like, why would I go? But then I thought, okay, let me just give it a shot. Yeah. So um, I started OnlyFans. The thing with OnlyFans, like to go back to you, what you said is like, it doesn't necessarily have to be like, it's not a sex yeah website so you can like do anything. I, yeah. so i try to have that that conversation with people as yeah. much as as possible and i say that because i've worked with sorry i've worked with i've spoken to a couple of the girls mm. that work in pr over there and so even that they've been like it, it isn't just for like adult no. content um but yeah sorry gone. it's like it's not just adult it's not just like a a thing where you can like find like um webcam girls or like um adult content yeah. creators it's like a, it's just 
a social media platform. platform yeah. However, okay, I used it as an to be like an adult content creator. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, post pictures, videos, or whatever. Um, and the way I make money is obviously I have my subscription fee. Yeah. But then OnlyFans has like um, uh, a thing where you can, you know, you can charge for separate messages. Okay. Or and that can be like videos, pictures, just typed messages so you can kind of utilize it in the way that you want to to earn extra money um and that's kind of the way i use it use it have you always shown your face no no so i um i didn't in the beginning i was very anonymous because i was like i don't want anyone to see so i was like just just my pussy yeah. Uh, my boobs or my body not my face and then later down the line I transitioned into having yeah my face into things because I, I guess I just became more okay yeah with it. With and it. I was yeah, like yeah. I just became okay with like I'm 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 a good looking girl and I'm yeah. good at what I do <laughs> <laughs> so why not um so yeah I kind of transitioned that way okay so I was going through um I guess what you offer with your subscriptions. Yeah. So you do weekly uploads, mm-hmm. private chats, yes, sexting via the chat on OnlyFans, yeah, yeah. video call, mm-hmm. um, exclusive custom pics and videos. Yes. So like, like, is that people being like, oh, can you? Yeah. Take so a someone of- could be like, can you like tailored to them? Like, can yeah. you do this? And then it's n- it's nowhere anywhere else. Like, it's just for you. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um. BG and toys. Yeah. What's that? So like BG is like boy and girl. So basically like sex. Yeah. Um, videos and like, um, I guess like amateur porn. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then toys, obviously. Yeah. Toys. Okay. Um, you also do solo play and squirting. Yeah. Squirting videos are one of my favorite videos. <laughs> just, just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, and then what do you, like, how do you make money just from people subscribing? Mm, not really. It's more of the the messaging service. Okay. Like, you get them, because obviously, like, they come in through the subscription fee could be, like, one part of it. But for me, it's like, um, I will upload, like, a certain amount of things onto my main page. Yeah. But then I I tend to hold like a lot of the boy girl stuff into like the exclusive mm-hmm. um, messaging stuff and like other stuff like more explicit stuff. Like in the beginning, everything was on my main page, yeah. but now I'm like I've moved into like holding that for like a premium. That's good. Yeah. Um, payment. So it's kind of like um, if you like, yeah, I'll just send that a message like, oh, do you want to see me getting fucked? Oh, you want to see me squat or something? <laughs> and then they they might be like, "Oh yeah, I see." I'll be like, and then I send it out, and then they might pay for it. They might not. Yeah, you know. Um. So yeah, that's that's the way I like navigate it. Kind so of thing. how much do you make on it? I mean, I'm not gonna. Well, like. Um, <laughs> wait, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna ask this. Um, I'm gonna bring my cocktails up now. Oh <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. Um, um, what I will say is, is it quite lucrative? L- yeah, I think it's 
I think for me, it's a difficult position for me to say because I started off anonymous. Okay, I think if you start off anonymous, you have to be explicit because the people, your clients and your customers are not buying into you as a pretty girl. They're buying into your vagina and what it can do. So you have to put everything that you have on the table so you might not make as much money. Mm -hmm. Whereas I know like some girls on, on Twitter they um are a pretty girl they don't have to do anything explicit they haven't only fans they raking up shit loads of money yeah. and i also think right now it's all about social media following yeah. so you've got girls you've got celebrities everyone's on only fans like, yeah. like i think i just think for anybody going on to only fans now i would say don't oh would I you genuinely yeah. would say don't because i think the stakes are so high now yeah. it's like you it's like it's not just about being on OnlyFans or Twitter. You need to have the time. Yeah. Because a lot needs to go into yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. not just about posting pictures. It's the promo. It's everything. You need to have a lot of time. Um, so I'm like, yeah, you can make money. But it it's just, it's a huge thing now. It's not before... Yeah. Like when I first started, it was like, you could post a couple of pictures or videos. Yeah. And now it's a huge thing. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I want to have some more wine as well. <laughs> Take it before I drink it. Or... <laughs> Thank you. She just oh pulled you up. I feel like I was drunk last week as well. I mean, the last time I was here. Yeah, because the, the boys were alcohol. And I've been getting, like, high. Okay. As I say that. So, literally, I tried, um, a, like, a gummy. Okay. Uh, for the first time. Okay, how the was other that? Day. It was amazing. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck smoking. Like, edibles are actually <laughs> I it. prefer edibles. Like, I had, a, like, one of my friends brought me into, like, gummies, like, probably, like, a couple of months ago. And yeah. I was like... I love this. Yeah, but I, I think the only thing is because it's so easy. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm popping them as if they're like a tic tac, and it's not. I, it's actually weird, but it is an incredible experience. Mm-hmm. It's a nice high. Um, so yeah, I've been enjoying that recently. Okay. Um, where did I want to go from here? Okay, so in terms of content, yeah. um, especially when you're working with other performers Mm -hmm. like how do you arrange that Mm -hmm. so for me I normally I guess like I said before like a lot of my work is about control and being in control so I will normally work with performers that I've approached yeah I've come to you and I've said I want to work with you um and I have specific things that I like and I look out for certain things and is there someone that I've seen like ticks every box I'm like okay I want to work with you so I'll approach them and it is just like um you know it's like a a good performer will know how to like set the environment and stuff so you normally like you would like um book a hotel or like an apartment and then just like chill for a bit and then um fuck and then yeah, and then I normally change into lingerie, something a bit slutty, and then 
Yeah, that's so it. cool. But it's man. like, yeah, you have a little bit of a moment in the beginning just to like chat. Yeah. And, you know, just like feel each other out, out yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. and like get comfortable. I normally drink a bit of gin or a bit of wine or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then. What do you think then makes for a good performer? Like, what would you say are like your top three? selling points that make you a good performer and a good content what, creator as in me yeah. as in me being a content yeah creator. okay oh i think um background is so key okay all surroundings nobody wants to watch something where you've got a fucking shoe in the in the corner <laughs> i can see a crisp packet like literally clean 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 yeah area so it looks premium yeah you want to make it look like something like somebody would pay money for like it's premium like it's just the 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 background and everything just looks like yeah it's clean Mm -hmm. um and then i guess for me it's also i like the way the girls look like yeah so something nice um nice lingerie mm-hmm. all the shoes if you're not wearing shoes your toes are nice <laughs> yeah your hair in that your hair is nice something that i can just tell that you've you know just like taking care of yourself mm-hmm. or made an effort an effort yeah and even if you're not wearing any makeup I, like it's not even a, it's not even about wearing makeup or anything it's just like you've i can tell that you've made an effort yeah and then the other thing is oh, of course the chemistry because mm-hmm. i can tell straight off the back well the girl doesn't want to be there Mm. or it's fake i mean let's be real it's all fake yeah but it's more as if you really don't want to be there so it's that kind of like feeling where i don't want like you i don't want to like watch it and feel that yeah for real so um there's this i'm trying to find uh, <laughs> details so there is this um girl i think she's based out in america um who i found on a porn website but she makes a lot of solo content and her content is incredible mm. and thinking about what you just said it's actually for all of those reasons like she always has like a very nice like background yeah. it's always like pristine it's so so nice um she might have a bit of music playing as well she doesn't show her face but tends to cover her face with her hair she's got like very curly hair i feel like her name is princess (laughs) haze oh it's really really good i'm not gonna bug me um and if i just type that in now to like porn Mm-hmm. Let me see. But her content is very, very nice, mm-hmm. and it makes sense as to why I like it. Um, for all of the reasons that you just said. No, that's mm-hmm. not her. But yes, yeah, she makes. Oh wait, yes, it is her. So Princess Hayes. Um, if you literally type her into like any porn site, you'll absolutely find her. She makes great content. Um, yeah, I've watched a lot of her stuff. <sighs> She's very good. She's very sexy. Um. Okay, I was going to ask about pointers for people that are looking to join, but you've obviously said, yeah, you've obviously said all of like, us, girl. possibly don't. Um, have you ever seen any of your clients in public? No. Oh. I mean, I've seen, like, I think I saw one guy from the strip club once, and I was like, literally, it was so weird because I was like, it was literally at my station, like where I live. Yeah. And I was like going to work to my nine to five. 
saw him and I was like, I, I know that guy from somewhere. <laughs> I know that face. Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, okay, actually, I did have an OnlyFans-based question. Mm. Somebody said, um, are you scared of getting doxxed slash hacked? Mm. Because didn't um, OnlyFans get hacked, like... Mm. I mean, I don't know, there's always so many rumours about OnlyFans, like, oh, this is happening. Mm. Am I scared? I mean, yes and no. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's always, like, a possibility, like, someone could, like, screenshot and then anything. Yeah. Regardless of OnlyFans, it could be Twitter or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess, in a way... And no, I, I just uh, don't really care. I mean, like, if someone did that and it got to my family, then I guess we'll be oh, forced yeah. to have Shit. that conversation. Yeah. So then I don't care. Yeah. And then I guess it, in a way, we we will, we will have to have that, conversation, have that conversation at some point. So I'm just like... Who owns um the right to your content? So obviously, when you're posting on, on uh, OnlyFans... What? That's but, interesting because I was then, actually looking at that on Twitter. Yeah. Yesterday, um, I think I do. You do, yeah. Yeah. But then, to be fair, I could ask that to anyone. I could even ask. Yeah. Myself that. Yeah. And, and when like, you post uh, like on, on Instagram and, and things like that. Like, yeah. Hmm. But then I don't put anything like on any like. Like Pornhub and yeah. stuff. I don't like. I personally don't use Pornhub just because they put up rape videos yeah, and stuff that I don't. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know if I would own my stuff if I was like on a bigger. Yeah, true. Platform like but that. then I guess you also want people to like pay. Absolutely, I guess it goes back to control. Yeah. I would not be comfortable with That's so anybody else like having control of my mm. stuff and my body and i've been asked if um if i would do only fans mm. um or even do like that burner and i've Yay, always said you don't have a burner i don't have a burner no <laughs> and the only reason that i don't is because i've got too many identifiable tattoos That's i don't think you need it though no i don't think you need mm, i don't think you need it i mean it depends like if you're very like um sexually liberated and forward in the way that you are. I don't think you would need a burn on Twitter. Possibly. True. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to do in it. In a way, but for yeah, like yeah. other people just to not. Oh, okay. I'm with you now. Then you could, but yeah. I think for... Like on a personal level, it's... Uh, I mean, no, you could actually, because if you wanted to post like your pussy, you might not want your listeners to see that. God. So I get it. <laughs> imagine oh my god i don't all, even know I how i want to see that how i would feel i mean i've got a very pretty pussy i can i sh- i'm sure that you do <laughs> <laughs> i do but um to like put it out there i don't know okay so question yeah. when you date people mm-hmm. do you tell them off the bat this mm. is what i do <laughs> so yes now yeah um I definitely tell them literally straight away. So like I went on a date with someone recently who I'm dating at the moment and Mm -hmm. like literally within five minutes, I was like, 
hi, I just want to let you know that I'm a sex worker. I have an OnlyFans. I was a stripper. And then we had drinks, did it? And then it escalated. And I was like, oh, also, I just need to tell you that I'm an escort as well. <laughs> <laughs> but prior to that, I used to tell guys that when I was like just stripping, I used to say, oh, I used to be used a stripper. To, yeah. Just to like see what they'd say. And then if they were like, <gasps> or something, then mm. I know like that's not someone I want to be with. But now, I would definitely be like straight off the bat, kind of being like, "This is what I am, yeah. and I'm a strip, I'm a sex worker." And like, how do people tend to react? So it's a, it's 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 a weird it's a weird one for me because yeah. even though Brandy is like a separate, she is very much me. Yeah. So like when I'm chatting with a guy, I don't really escalate anything if if I don't know that he's very sexual yeah. or like very like kink friendly yeah. and all of that jazz mm. so i feel like i haven't really told a lot of guys about myself that i've been dating prior to the person that i'm dating at the no, moment yeah. because i need to sense that first because that. other than that i'm like yeah um but yeah like um yeah <laughs> <laughs> um where did Brandy come from? Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so, okay, so obviously she started just just a name when I started stripping. So like you go to an audition and you have to pick a stripper name. Okay. So when I was in my audition, I was like, my sister has literally giving everything, everything out now. Basically my sister had a dog who was called Brandy. Aww. So that was the only name that came into my mind. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna be Brandy. Um, and that was my name. And at first, Brandy was just nothing, mm. really. Mm -hmm. And it was only really when I started going to sex parties and I continued that name. And that, I feel like, solidified Brandy yeah. as a person. Um, um, but yeah, and then that's, and then it's evolved, evolved from that and like me being who I am today yeah. and like um, like my role in like escorting, adult creators, everything else. Um, that's like who Brandy has become. It's just like this other, it's not even another person. It's just like obviously in my work yeah. self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> this has been lovely. I feel like I've learned so much, which is honestly, <laughs> I feel like on a personal level, they are probably my more favorite episodes where yeah. I'm actually like, I'm learning so much, which is probably why there's been points of silence because it's me digesting what you've said and being like, wow, okay. It's, it's been very insightful. Yeah. And I hope the listeners have found this insightful as well. Um, do you want people to find you? Totally, I mean, I, where can yeah, find totally. you? There, okay, so you can find me on Twitter as at brandy snap underscore, and then you can find me on OnlyFans as obviously onlyfans.com slash brandy snap underscore. What are your subscription packages? So, my subscription fee at the moment, oh god, I think it's like I have a 40% off sale at the moment, so you can. Normally it's like six ninety nine, but at the moment I think it's like four nineteen a month. Yes. Okay. So um yeah. So if you want to like get in on the sale, 
definitely get in now. Yeah. Um, and then if you wanted to book me for like escorting, you can also just DM me on Twitter or you can find me on adult work and my link is in my Twitter bio. That's so cool. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, I was actually gonna say one more thing. Mm. Um, oh, this wine has gone straight to <laughs> straight to everywhere. Um oh shit, Georgette, what were you gonna say? It's about escorting, only fans, life. Oh, okay, yeah. Are there any like sex workers that you like look up to almost? No. 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 No, because it's a very, like my work is very like a personal thing to me. I don't. No. Yeah. I think there is one person I don't look up to it strangely it's a guy okay I don't look up to him but I do think he does very well I'm not going to mention him okay. on here because I'm not going to give him the okay the primary. yeah that's but, fair um apart like in women I I don't because I just no yeah mm. there's only like one guy I'm like oh he's done really well do you think the um the industry is as big for women in the UK as it is in like in the US no I think it's probably a lot bigger in the uh, US yeah, because it isn't a lot more normalized yeah whereas here it's like yeah. this underground like I feel secret like thing in the UK we're, we're, we're still very like prudish mm. um yeah like absolutely so I think women especially i like i mean we are only at that point now of getting more comfortable to just talk about sex yeah. um so to actually like make content and things like that mm. um like a lot of my subscribers always are from the u.s really um, yeah always from the u.s like i just think it's like that's so interesting yeah hmm. okay guys i'm drunk so <laughs> I'm going to wrap up because otherwise it will just be waffle. But thank you so much for joining me. I would absolutely love to have you back on already. You haven't even left. Um, what was I going to say? As always, oh God, alcohol is a bastard. I'm going to be sober on the next episode. Um, but yes, you can follow me at just underscore Georgette on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also follow the podcast at just a tip pod on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you hashtag JTT pod. Any questions for my guest? Well, I mean, you can actually go and find her now <laughs> yourself and have a look at her content. Pay for your content. Um, it's nice content. I've seen her pussy. So it's good. It's a pretty pussy. All right. It's time to go. Thank you guys for listening. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. Me, I play. I like to play cheek to cheek.